Are you stressed? Do you fear what you'll be facing when you wake up in the morning? Is life simply causing you to question its essence? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to Spirited Daydreams, the show featuring lightworker and psychic medium Carla Shields, where the answers to some of life's, and yes, the afterlife's most thought-provoking and compelling questions are thought. Spirited, as Carla is known as by many, brings her inspiring, passionate, and powerful spiritual teachings to the Internet. So, let's take a moment to welcome the host of the show, your spiritual healer, Carla Shields. Carla Shield, Spirit of Daydreams here with tonight's topic. The trouble's out there, but it starts in here. You know, I think of many of the issues surrounding us today as spirituality upside down. And that's why this new series of shows, with this being the first show in the series, is really about us having it backwards. Some of the questions are easy, some aren't, but it really depends on your viewpoint, how you look at it. First, yes, there's a lot of violence and a sense of urgency and discomfort surrounding it in the world today. Can can and should we merely rely on the socioeconomic system of government to remedy it all for us? Or is there more to it than that? Well, as spiritual beings, we are both self-reliant and cooperative beings. In spirit, there is cooperation with all. Consistency with caring attention to the needs of others. So from that viewpoint, I can see where many would think that it's fine to rely on a socioeconomic system of government to help because they're cooperating, they're looking after us. The key word, though, there is for government to help. In spirit, There is order without chaos or dictators. There's mutual cooperation and compassion for all, not just for some. We clearly aren't there yet. It doesn't take a genius to see that. We have kids and adults going into public places and killing innocent people. It doesn't matter, folks, what the weapon is, because until the real issue is addressed, the weapon can just change, and the issue is going to continue. Before there were guns, there were knives and arrows. Before knives and arrows, there were other weapons. The issue is, why is it happening? Why does someone feel so disconnected, so angry and detached to the point of not feeling any compassion for anyone at all? I don't have all the answers, but they do. As I mentioned in one of my prior blog talk radio shows, and they do. It still stands. The other side does have the answers. But who's paying attention? But this series of shows is on the theme of spirituality upside down. Basically what this means, yeah, we have it backwards or inside out. It's not quite right. We're conditioned by society, aren't we? In so many ways these days to react rather than to respond to what's going on in the world. Most of us, and many of us, I should say, react emotionally 
No, you can't help it. It's a knee-jerk reaction. We react in fear or anger at these things because we're so frustrated and concerned. Both negative, but neither does the job. It doesn't get the job done. I heard that President Obama commented at his dismay about having yet another speech to make on the topic of shootings, and I guess in some respects I can understand that. The terrorists are still on the war path to overtake the world, much like the Nazis in World War II, if you see the parallel. In a very community, schools, workplaces, businesses, and families, our relationships are strained, aren't they? Looking so very much in the time I've been on this planet in this lifetime in terms of technology, it's amazing. We have TV sets in every room. It can get hundreds of channels. So we don't even have to leave the house to see a movie. We can just sit and change the channel and watch one in our house. Have all the popcorn we want. We have machines to help do our chores, cook our food really quick, monitor our physical activity and health issues. Do they improve the quality of our lives? Yes, in some respects. And in others, I wonder. I was thinking about my mother-in-law. Rest in peace, Nancy. She passed away back in 95. She could be found sitting in a comfy chair when you walked into the house sometimes, reading one of her favorite paperback books. She loved historical fiction. And she would say to me on more than one occasion that she was doing her dishes or today she was doing her laundry she loved that the machines helped to do it because she could enjoy some time doing what she loved. Don't get me wrong. The lady worked a job and she worked very hard. But she did find a way to have some downtime. And she enjoyed and appreciated that these wonderful inventions could take a little bit of the workload off her so she could have a little time to enjoy and to sit and chat with us. Do we do that now? Or do we find something else to do because we're always supposed to be doing, doing, doing? We're supposed to be successful, achieving, make more money, get more stuff. Or on the other side, are we doing very little because we rely on the machines to do it for us? Can you handle being without electricity for a week? Yeah, I'm asking you. Do you know where to get food, water, and light? Can you find something to do without electricity? Or are you frustrated, twiddling your thumbs, saying, come on, come on, come on. Of course, we all want our electricity back. Don't get me wrong. Been there when we had the ice storm a few years ago. And yes, of course, we we need our electricity back, keep our heat. And we're, we're, we've designed our society this way. So most of us don't have these wood stoves. And most of us don't have some of these other things. And we, we need that. Isn't it amazing? how technology has helped us and in the same way maybe disempowered us in some respect because we rely on it, don't we? This wonderful tool that Benjamin Franklin and so many others along the way home to make a better life for future generations. And here we are. So how's that going for you? Do you read a paper book? Do you light a candle and enjoy a, a bit of peaceful conversation in the truly natural light of a candle at night? Even if if you talking to the spirit, I love doing this by myself. I really get a lot of feedback during those meditation times. So spirituality upside down isn't working, and I think everybody, well, most of us agree on that. 
Well, life starts from the moment of birth with family. Why? Why would the creator, in, in most of nature, animals, birds, human beings, mammals, have a family? Could have found another way to do it. We could have all hatched all by ourselves somehow. I'm sure there must have been another way. Not to sound sarcastic, but it's painfully obvious, isn't it, that nature intended us to be born into a family. Nature gives us parents to watch over us, to teach us, to protect us. Nature has animals, and yes, humans are animals too. And we travel in packs for the most part, don't we? Either in packs, pairs, or groups. You don't see too many birds travel in south alone. Just this morning I saw a group of birds gathering up some more of their flock. And it's a beautiful sight to behold. And they're gathering and flying around, picking up more for the journey. It's nature's way to look after one another. And you don't see the birds stopping and saying, oh, no, we're not going to pick up that one. We don't like them. They're an outsider. (laughs) Nature doesn't work that way. Yes, of course, there's nature when it comes to kill or be killed because of the chain of life and the food chain. Sure. But from the perspective I'm talking about, from the time I was a child, when there were no video games, no electronic babysitters, other than the one black and white TV set we had, and we had to use rabbit ears and tin foil to get those four, five, or six channels to now, Wow, what a change in society. And, you know, I really hesitated to even mention that for a split second because, yeah, it can sound like I'm just an old fool saying how great things were back in the day. No, I don't mean that at all because, of course, there's pluses and minuses to everything. But the fact of the matter is this. My point is this. In most respects, we've forgotten how to truly communicate with one another. We've become so detached as a society but it's not very often you're talking to your neighbor, unless they are family living next door or nearby. The days of Lucy and Ethel borrowing a cup of sugar from each other and chatting about how things are, oh, those are long gone. Hard to find. We're supposed to be self-sufficient, detached, and successful. Some of us do have family units or close friends that look after us and help us, and that's wonderful. But overall, society... Encourage us to be strong, encourages us to be strong, independent, right? We have forgotten how to look after each other as a whole. Let me say that again, because I don't think it can be said enough. We've forgotten how to look after each other as a whole. What about personal responsibility, the essence and commitment to family? What's the point of learning in childhood about the strength of a family and the ramifications about your belief systems and spirituality extending to the broader view of family? What about the family of planet Earth? What about that? Are we so restrictive in our communications with our family and our select few that anyone outside we just block, we turn away from, harden our hearts? It's not spirituality. Our children in school and blame the teachers for our children turning out wrong. When we divorce and blame the new step-parent for everything that's gone wrong. Or the birth parents. It's just an easy out. 
just like blaming the government for everything that's going on right now. Just another scapegoat. Scapegoats aren't anything new. This goes back thousands of years. Why are we still doing it? Hmm. All of the technological advances we have, why are we still doing it? Why are we still casting blame? And are we so confused we don't know where to start? It's not an easy task, look. I know it from a very personal place in my heart and in my life. Parents and guardians are told what to do by society. The school system tells us, and very often, every single teacher your child has tells you something different. So you try to keep track to help your child navigate the waters. You try to be good parents, help them move forward. And the amount of homework has increased so much that if your child is average, which, by the way, that's not a bad thing, okay? It's not a bad thing to be average in of intelligence. It's a wonderful thing. It's easily half to, half hour to an hour of homework per subject every single night. So where's the play time? Where's, this, where's time for family, social values? Where did it go? Mom now has to work outside of the house too. When I was a little girl, I remember my mom going to work. I was nine. I remember it very, very well. She went to work part-time. But it was a dramatic gift, difference in our household because she was always there, running the household, looking after things. And that was during the era where women were going back to work. We were going to work because the, the economic situation, the money just wasn't there. And now, almost always, both parents have to work and juggle. So where does the time come for family time? We can't pray in school anymore because, God forbid, it might offend someone. I don't know if they even allow a moment of silence anymore. It's like the spiritual part of our beings that just have to stop existing because we might forget, we might offend somebody else with a different belief. Oh, goodness. I think we're pulling, just going a little too far, don't you? The years gone by of going to church, synagogue or mosque, or whatever, they're not consistent now. Our businesses, stores, and life go on 24-7. A day of rest, what's that, please? Yes, I would like a day of rest, wouldn't you? Listen, let me share this. It's important. It doesn't matter if you're pagan, Christian, Jewish, whatever your faith. It's a little mini-story. We used to have Sundays when businesses were closed. Nothing was open except the pharmacy and the hospital and a restaurant. Families of all beliefs would spend a family day together, a noon or an afternoon meal together, would chat, stay connected, help each other along the road, find out where we're all at. Let's go for a ride, play a game of cards, sing around the piano, take a walk together, different things at different times. When was the last time you scheduled this with your family? Are we so beat up at the end of the week that we can't do that? I'll answer it. Yes, we are, aren't we? I'm not saying we all have to sing Kumbaya in in a circle. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm suggesting is that we're missed. We have gained so much, but we've missed out on a fundamental part of life, which is the healing for our marriage or with our significant other. 
that regular healing time with our children, grandchildren, adult children, our relatives, our neighbors, a shut-in we'd like to visit, but we just can't seem to find the time. We used to set this time aside. It was scheduled in by society. And now, if you want it, you have to take a vacation day, but you only get so many vacation days, so how are you going to do that? It's hard. We hurry and we go off on vacation, spend a lot of money, come back, and we have to catch up for two or three weeks and then recover financially, too. So was a vacation a vacation? Or was it just so you could say you did it? Spiritually upside down indeed. Our society has listened to the few in many cases and has allowed them to dictate to the rest of us how to live our lives. I'm not saying Christian. I'm not saying which Wiccan Jew. Uh, I'm not picking one because there's almost all of them at one point or another. The legal system enforces it because of the rights. People have rights. Government enforces it from there, which leaves us pretty much on our own. If you ask me how we're supposed to connect with our spiritual healing selves, as couples, families, neighbors, friends, passionate, spiritual souls. What becomes numb from the neck down? I'm sorry, but that's how I see it, and that's how I feel it in so many cases. Our brains are going along all right, but our hearts are crying. We're so conditioned overall by society that we don't truly help and heal each other anymore. Well, no, we don't, except for a select few. And that's not spiritual. Not overall. YouTube is nice. It helps make sure we notice a few miracles here and there. So from that standpoint, it's nice. Nature helps us remember healing times too, like the unconditional love of our furry family members, our kitty cats, our dogs, our bunnies, our horses. So all isn't lost. I don't mean to be negative. It's just an overview. And the first show is actually a little more sadder than the rest because I'm hitting it from all angles and we'll target and break things down beginning Sunday for the next show. Don't get me wrong, there are some lovely groups available still right in your community, right online as well. You have to seek them out, but they're there, filled with beautiful souls that wish to reach out and support one another with a common belief system. Find them. Overall, my feeling is government can never dictate this. It has to start from within. It has to start from your spirit, your soul, your emotional guidance system. Healing time, sharing time, family time, date nights. Dates with our adult kids, scheduling a meal with a grown-up child who's now off married with their own family to reconnect. Yeah, I've done it. My father and I did it. My son as well. doesn't have to be every week, but every so often. And I'll tell you the memories I left with after my father passed away are so beautiful because I knew who he was right up to the end. There was no, I didn't miss out on who he was. I got private alone time. And we need that with the people we love. Not just a select few. 
They need it, and we need it. Community is about sharing with people we love and about people that need us and need our attention. Don't assume they don't need you. There are a lot of people that don't know how to ask, and they don't want to, because they know you're working so hard and everybody's trying to keep up with the pace, that they don't want, uh, myself included, be the first one on this list. I don't want to put my kids in that position. I know how hard it is. But by the same token, my spirit knows how important it is to connect. With both my son and his fiance, and individually, separately. It's important because you can't get to know someone and, and fully be in touch at a gathering. Not fully. Spiritual healing time isn't about one hour a week. It can't be. But from that standpoint, the old one hour of church or mosque or synagogue, okay, but it's not enough. There are 168. I did the math, folks. Okay, I did some homework. There's 168 hours in a week. We average supposedly eight hours of sleep. Please, that would be nice. If you do get eight hours of sleep a night, that leaves you 112 hours in a week. You work 40 hours a week plus commute times, averages out to about 50 hours a week. That leaves you 62 hours left in a week. You've lost 104 already. Well, you've invested it between sleep and work. Okay? Got roughly one-third left. But you still have your personal needs, your meals, your chores, laundry, um, the baseball games, the softball games, all these little uh, things, the commitments. It's hard to find time left, isn't it? Let me ask you, when you no longer have any more time, do you think you'll be wishing you had more time to do chores or spend more time in traffic or spend more time making your home look beautiful for the neighbors? Or do you think maybe you'd wish you had spent a little more time with those you love? or that friend that you wished you had seen more often? Do you think that you might have some regrets that you didn't pursue a relationship with someone because you were too afraid to try? So you stayed with what was familiar, where you felt safe, but you never had the guts to break free? Spirit is there for you during all these times, and it's there for each and every one of us. Personally, I don't think I'll be too worried about the bills, the cleaning, and the maintenance, unless it's going to affect my loved ones that are left behind. I might be concerned that they have to deal with some things that lean up, but we don't know when our time is. Personally, I'm turning spirituality upright in my life, and I'm sharing this with you because it is that important. We need to share. We need to look after one another, all of us. The community of planet Earth, not the community of your little hometown, not the community of the select few, not the community of the exclusive club where others aren't allowed, not the community of just the spiritual, and not the community of just the agnostic or the atheist. No more would the division between political parties, please. Can we start, please, to find common ground? 
in all areas, I would suggest, not impose, but suggest. As from a spiritual standpoint, and that is what I am here for, I am here to remind you that as spiritual beings, we are all connected. And on the other side, we will reunite. And we'll see it all very clearly then. But for now, we can try to have a little bit more of an open mind and try to relax a little bit with certain relationships and believe in ourselves enough to know that no matter where we go, with whom we go, as long as we remember you're not alone, you always have the other side with you, that you're going to be all right. For me, healing time involves family time, time with my husband, the love of my life. He really is. I love him. We can't get enough of each other because we want to spend time with each other. That's not how it sounds. We just enjoy spending, we enjoy each other's company. We really, truly do. We always have. We're blessed. I love to find a bit of time for others in my family one-on-one. That's my plan. It's a lofty goal because everybody's so busy. But it'll get done because it's that important. Life is too precious to wait until the end. And we don't know when the end is. Life isn't supposed to be feeling, folks. Like it's a chain of draining days going back and forth from jobs to chores to responsibilities and panic over this issue and panic over that issue and then start again. I assure you that is not why any one of us came to life in this lifetime. None of us. No, not even you. Our planet is undergoing tremendous energy shifts. Many of you have heard that. And yes, it's very true. We're feeling many changes in our society as a result. Society is reacting. Our personal relationships may be detached or strained in part due to this. We have the power to change this. The other side wants you to know, and I want to remind you, we have the power to change our circumstances, our communities, these issues, by reaching out to one another. Perhaps noticing that someone's in distress instead of ignoring them, thinking that they have issues. How in the world are we going to help people rather than judging each other? Could we try, please, to love each other enough to help one another instead of excluding people from our circle? Because that's not spirituality. That's judgment. It has no place in the spiritual world. So that's it, really. I just wanted to remind you that I'm here for you, and I'm looking forward to Sunday's show this Sunday. Oh, my goodness, the 18th, I think it is. This Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. in the U.K., and yes, of course, you can call right in. If it's easier for you than going to Block Talk Radio slash Spirited Daydreams and finding the show, you can, of course, go to spirittedaydreams.com. It's right there. Or you can call into the show using your telephone. For a few of my dear, wonderful friends that find this easier, you can certainly do this 
And I won't answer your call. Don't worry. <laughs> Just call into two one three nine four three three four three four at eleven on Sunday Eastern time, and um, we're going to have a really good little bit more upbeat show. Still progressing with spirituality upside down. So I look forward to that with you. I do hope each and every one of you finds a moment for yourself too. In in the hubbub of trying to keep up with our responsibilities, whether you're adult, watching out for adult, watching out for a child, watching out for a neighbor, which is important, folks. It's so important to watch out for each other, to support each other, not just a few, but there are so many people that need your help. Take a moment. And don't forget you. Look yourself in the mirror and remember, if you don't take care of yourself, you're no good for anybody else. Blessings. Thank you very much for listening. Take care.